Cheers, episode 28. Episode 28. Here we go. Woo! The good stuff. Back in the saddle. Very few things in life are too sweet, but shots can be too sweet. Shots can be too sweet. We found that out today. It wasn't good. So, um, the Bold Nonsense hosts slash novice spirit critics do not go by Jim Beam. Apple, it is terrible. We can is. we can start the show. Definitely now. don't shoot it. Yeah, but always chase it. No ads with course life. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. It's showtime. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. Toga! Toga! With Ad Walt Disney. Dynamite drop in, Monty. That broadcast school has really paid off. At Still Smooth Productions. <laughs> oh, big golfs, huh? All right. Well, see you later. And the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world. I think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and Chipotle. At St. Bale's. I'm not prepared. I really am not prepared at all. A bunch of a-holes. Welcome to the 21st century, Buck Rogers. Ready for another one, episode 28, coming at you, it's a bold nonsense podcast. The red light is on, the red light means stop thinking, get a little senseless with your boys. It's 8-23-2018, would you like to do it again? That's August week? 23rd, 2018, no pauses except for right there. Well yeah, but that was intentional. <laughs> I don't know if it was intentional, I'm going to say it was intentional. <laughs> Uh, if you look at your calendars, that's a Thursday. We're going Thursdays. Yeah. Well, for this week. Thursday, Friday. We're never really sure. Thursday, Friday. It just kind of goes with, with what we feel. Episode 28, as I mentioned. I'm at Walt Disney. The guy you heard is... Uh, still Smooth, yep. a.k.a. Yeah. Mr. PTO, Mr. a.k.a. PTO. Love to take the PTO. A.K.A. I have no, no more PTO saved up, so that's why we're doing it. A.K.A. Hold your pauses. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear the two of us at St. Bales, the world's smartest idiot, is... Uh, he's got stuff to do. So, yeah. We had to choose, and we chose this one. Or he yeah. chose this one, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, so, you'll hear the two of us. You'll hear a bunch of the two of us. And it'll be just the two of us. We can make it if we try. I think I jumped a gun. I didn't know where you were You and I. Yeah. You and I. Yeah. Great Will Smith song. We got there eventually. Will Smith. He did one. What a guy. What a guy. When Jaden was still a kid and not just a freak. (laughs) Both (laughs) his kids are freaks. (laughs) Yeah. His wife's probably a freak too. Probably. Ah, I got him. Okay. We want to roll something, something kind of new out for this podcast. It's, you are the senseless, and we love to hear from you. 
We have said that multiple times. When you we hear from you, we do our best to let you hear from us, but we don't we don't always do the best job. So what we decided to do was do some listener interactions. When we hear from you, we will bring this up. This is the time for it. And since it's the first time doing this, we thought we'd go back, uh, kind of take some of the things we've heard in the past uh, month, month and a half, something you know along those lines. Just kind of throw them out right now. We went, we went into our DMs, um, sifted through the clutter, and 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 all of the praise, and came out with the gold, and came out with the gold. Um, do you want to do you want to take it away? Do you want to uh, do you want to uh, address our first listener interaction? It's a lot of pressure. It is. Don't screw it up. I think I can do it. Our first one comes from our boy Caitlin Clendenin. Uh, it, he's got a simple question for well, not a simple question, but he's got a good question. Far from for simple, us. but it, far from simple, very good though. We address the hard hitting questions. Yeah, it comes from a little bit ago, kind of when the uh, right when Demarcus Cousins was signing with had signed with the Warriors, and he asked who would win in a game: Eastern Conference All Stars or Golden State Warriors with the addition of Boogie. See, Eastern All Stars would be Kyrie, Demar, LeBron. Giannis and Embiid. Well, okay, because this was what before LeBron moved. Yeah, this is the oh, 2018. So the yeah, yeah so what like, I pulled was just last year's Eastern last year's All Stars. All Stars. Okay, so it pretty much the teams: Kyrie, Demar, LeBron, Giannis, Embiid against Steph, Clay, Durant, and Boogie. Draymond and Boogie. I was trying to think. Yeah, I was trying to think which one actually would technically be there for. The only they don't ma- really have one. It's got a hybrid. The only matchup I see not favoring the Warriors is the Giannis on Giannis on Draymond or Draymond more like Draymond on Giannis. You're not stopping Giannis. Hold up. That that would mean that LeBron is at a disadvantage against Kevin Durant. I I don't. That's the wild. He's the West. best player in the world. Yes. Yes. He's never at a disadvantage. So he just happens to be getting older. Keep 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 on going on this. You let me know who you think is going to win. I'll, I'll uh, wrap it up here real quick. As good as the Warriors are, I think it's still the Eastern Conference at this point. At least last year's with LeBron. Yeah. Without LeBron, I think it's definitely Golden State. Yes. But with if they still have LeBron at this, which at this point is what we went back to, I think they pull it out. But the fact that it's even competitive, the fact that I have to be like, oh, I'm not sure, is that's what I think the point of the question is, is how ridiculous this whole thing is getting. I, think, I, don't, love how, I don't love how predictable the, the NBA is. Uh, I think I would take the Eastern Conference All-Stars as well. Thank you, Kalen, for bringing this up. Yeah. Um, we however, give the questions kind of in jest. Yeah, if, if I had a chance to bet on Golden State, if that ever happened, I would take Golden State and feel completely. I would feel yeah. comfortable just because of that chemistry. Like there's something to be said for. I mean, that's a that's a whole slew of talent, right? And with the Eastern Conference yeah. All Stars, yeah. but I mean, there's something to be said for chemistry, and it is not to be overlooked. So um, yeah. that's kind of where I went with that. Um, real quick, Did you uh, want to hit I, the second one. Yes. Or where you go? Did you have something to say for the first one? To tag on with the first one, um, with LeBron. 
Uh, I was actually fortunate enough to see him on campus today. What? To playing kickball. I was playing kickball. Yeah. So we had a we had a, a company tournament, and he played the winner of the Nike teams. LeBron's first at bat, I guess you would call it at at bat at, at kick at kick at kick I yeah guess, at kick. Know. He went lefty, and it was the most unathletic kick I have ever seen in my well, life. Dude, he stretched a double out of it. Yeah, but uh, you know, he's, you know a, he's a horse, dude. He's huge. You know what's interesting about that? He's huge. I actually heard LeBron's left-handed. What? The only yeah, I heard LeBron's left-handed in everything except for shooting a basketball. Senseless, please confirm. You be the fact check rounders, fact checkers, <laughs> fact <laughs> check roundupers. Yeah, you fact check that. I would the, be amazed. The fact check. Cowboys, the yeah. fact check wranglers. Wrangle up the that wild west of facts that we just throw out there. I would not be amazed. It's very hard. It's an, not a natural thing to go up to kick and kick left-footed if you're not left-handed. So yeah. I, I I would back you on that. I, I heard that from a former teammate of LeBron's that he's actually left-handed. Oh, no, I, that that's awesome. Yeah. Um, you want to hit the second one? Yes. Jump into our second Fabio, one. Fabio. Yes. Playboy. Yes. Um, so last week, if you uh, listened to the podcast, which we both know you did, of uh, we uh, Walsh presented a new um, recess. Yeah, game. if you didn't listen to last week's, stop. We this don't even podcast. care. Like go the news is going to be it. old. Yeah, stop this one. At least go listen to recess because this is going to be very confusing. And recess was awesome last week. It was fun. Even if you don't listen to the news because it's going to be old. Like, go listen to that. One of my one of my favorite games. So it's called Trophy Time, and how this works is you present a trophy to an athlete for doing some basically obscure thing. Yeah. Um. Or not really. I mean, I, you know, athlete whoever in this in the sports realm. But we had a listener, uh, Megan, Megan Shikoki, uh, put in a submission for Trophy Time. No ads. Her, no ads. <laughs> no ads for Tualatin Tiger, Oregon. Uh, um, but you made it on the pod. Uh, trophy time submission. The award is called the Bricklayer Award, presented to Jimmy Butler. Why you might ask? It is a war. She awarded the Bricklayer Award to Jimmy for shooting his shot on Gabrielle Union's IG post, which I think we all saw. Yeah. Little revealing. Yeah, seen it a couple times. Yeah, wet T-shirt contest winner material. Oof. Um, but, uh, no, it was a, it was a, it was a wager girlfriend. Y- Yikes. Yeah. It's a, it, um, so it was a provocative post, but Jimmy comments, well, damn, all in caps underneath, caps. underneath, uh, Gabrielle unions, um, under her post and after it. Dwayne Wade basically comes back, plays huge defense, oh, yeah. um, on one of Jimmy's, uh, posts and basically puts him in his place. He so, did set the single season record for most blocks by a guard 6-4 or under. There you go. So he knows a little bit about defense. So I think this is a very appropriate award. Again, the Bricklayer Award goes to Jimmy Butler for shooting a shot on Gabrielle Union's IG post, but ultimately that shot being a huge brick. So thank you again for participating, uh, reaching out to us. We love it when we get responses from you guys. Hit us on our DMs. You guys keep us going. Yeah, this will. You are the senseless. We love to hear from you. This will be week weekly thing now. That uh, one, it gets us to you know keep us on our toes and 
It lets us interact with you guys, which is like the whole thing that we do this for. It's the most fun part of it. It's the most fun. We love... We You can tell by now, I think, that we love to debate on our sports. And it we don't just love to debate each other. We love doing that. But we also love to debate pretty much anybody who comes at us. Step into the ring. Step into yeah. the dojo. Come on. Put some gloves on. Glove up. Glove up. Here we go. Here we go. Um... But yeah, that was our that was our listener interaction piece. I love that. I'm excited for it to keep on going forward. So like we said, please, please keep on reaching out to us. And and this will be a successful podcast as it has been for the previous 27 it, episodes. It will be and has been. Yes. So that, that just seems so... I don't know. Next! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where I was... You know, uh, I just start saying things. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way, like an improv conversation. N- improvisation. Let's just move on from uh, all of your great interactions straight into random thoughts. For those who don't remember, random thoughts is uh, random thoughts that can also turn into rants. Yes. Usually those rants come from bales, but uh, you never know. You never know. Usually we're more of the random guys. Yeah. We like to put our thoughts out into the world and let them, yeah. let them get mowed over. Uh, you have... Chewed up. I've got one. Mine's, mine's fairly quick. Mine's very random. Uh, so I'll go first. Okay. Am I the only person who thinks that when... Like companies, like big companies, uh, when they don't have commercials or ads for a long time and then they do you think it's because they're losing money sure like anytime so the perfect example uh the beers in my hand right now but no ads so Coors Light I haven't had a seen or heard a Coors Light commercial since the Super Bowl that's the only time I ever hear one okay uh all of a sudden on the radio on like sports radio when I listen at work or whatever uh, I hear ads from Coors Light and I now I'm thinking like why do you need to do ads all of a sudden? You slip in a little bit. Your yeah. pocket's getting a little thin, a little Something light. Something happened. Maybe you so, say you didn't get the uh, you didn't get the the profits, the comebacks that you wanted. Hey, this would be a great time for us to branch off from the sports podcasting industry into the financial advisory podcasting industry. I think what you're saying is sell all the Coors Light stock right now if you have it. Whoa. Is that what you're saying? Did I you, interpret what you, you said correctly? You can go ahead and sell it so that I can <laughs> buy it. That would be fantastic. Yeah. But no, that's just my little like, conspiracy theory. Is that anytime, if you don't hear a company do ads, if like all of a sudden they're doing a bunch of ads, why? There was you know, a, never be afraid to ask why. No, it is worth challenging. I like it. Because hey, something provoked that action. Yeah. I, I understand. I mean, when I even when I think of this, sometimes I think like maybe I'm a little crazy. Yeah, I don't mind. I think we all are. I, I think we mind. all are. Um, I like that though. Yeah. Be on your hey, stay. I think the I think the children are staying. The children, the kids. I think they're saying stay woke. I believe that's what the whole oh, woke geez. campaign was about. Is that what the children? I think say you're these woke. Days? I think you're I woke. I can almost guarantee you. I don't know what that means. <laughs> But in a much more realer sense, you do, but you don't. I, 
Uh, if it is what I think it is, which is just like being aware of your surroundings. Is, yeah. 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 Been that for a while. But doesn't <laughs> it? Yeah. it does, I think it just means like, hey, think about stuff. I'm not stupid and I, I keep my, I, you I know. know. If we have any children who listen to this podcast, uh, let it, tell us if we're even close. Yeah. Oops. Another fact check. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> check You us. fact check that. Check us. We'll give you, well, we won't give you 30 seconds. No. You can send it to us, though. Yes. And maybe we'll hit it up on the uh, You Are the Senseless. Exactly. Exactly. But I like for that. now, you hit up your random thought. Random thought. Um, another question that was posed. Yeah. Posed? Posed. Posed to me um, that I, I enjoyed uh, in this past week was, you know, what makes a good sports bar? And if you were to start your own sports bar... Give me a little bit of the layout. What machines would you have in there? Would you have video poker? Would you have golden tea? I'm, I'm gonna, I'll tell <laughs> you what. That's the one. Yeah, so I'm going to go off the top here. I'll let you think a little bit. Uh, I'm going to start with the basics, and the most basic thing that you need to have is golden tea. You put it right by the front. Shout out to uh, coaches right up the street here, but no ads. Up here in, uh, up in Cedar Hills, they put it right by the front. Everyone can see it. It's always busy because you know that golden tea is in there. Golden tea is great. I love it. You have to have the pool tables, right? Uh, I'm a pool table guy. Ringo's, I don't know. Too many pool tables. No. Because they have pool night. Pool night. But that's not on football night. Would you rather have, What are you more likely to play pool or darts? Darts all day. What? If you, okay. If I can throw something at something, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, I love that action. That's me to like my base, my core. Yeah, let let's finish off this. Let's finish off this random thought with going back and forth about what we would add in our okay. bull nonsense sports bar, and then we'll come back to this when we got money and open up a sports bar, the bull nonsense sports bar. <laughs> Go fund us. We're about to open this, th- this hey, thing. Live <laughs> shows every Thursday or Friday night. We're not there sure we yet. Go. It'll Drinks on the way. house. Drink. Mm. Nah. Yeah. yeah, we're not in it for the money. <laughs> God knows that. Okay, ready? I want uh, a very good, got to have a good breakfast, lunch, and dinner menu on Sundays during football season. Yes, I like that. That's an all-day endeavor. I think, yes. Uh, let's just spit fire these. Um, Hit them. I like places that have two happy hours. The pre-dinner happy hour and the late night happy hour. I I think that's important. I like that. Uh, What about a happy hour for like uh, different games? Oh, like the the like before noon, the eleven o'clock games, and then like the evening games. Correct, but that would only apply only apply during football season. Yeah, most of we're watching football right now, so Correct. most of these are going to be about football. Correct. Correct. Just, just to be honest, um, I think. Wait, your turn. Is it my turn? Yes. Uh, can we say golden tea again? Because golden tea. Okay, golden tea. Uh, golden tea is important. Um, I'm going. I don't know about this take. Instead of having like three or four larger TVs, I would rather have. Six or seven, not small TVs, but on a smaller scale size. Like a forty-eight TV. incher, rather instead than like, like a, instead of like three sixties, you'd rather have like four or six 
Like four, yeah, exactly. So, Forty-eight, exactly. Because you're not you. If our sports bar is as packed as I'm seeing it, the Bold Nonsense podcast. Well, it's gonna be anybody bar, listening to this. You're gonna be you're gonna be <laughs> seat, sitting around the sports bar, and you need to be able to access a TV from wherever you're sitting. Yeah, nothing's worse than showing up to a sports bar for a game, getting there a little bit late because you slept in a little bit, but then not being able to get a good view at the TV. There's nothing worse. Yeah. You know what I want in mine? A gambling kiosk, like two of them. So people that want to gamble, not on you can't do it from anywhere. You have to do it from the kiosk so that they can they can meet up at the kiosk, talk about it. Yes. It's like a little community within our community. Yes. Yes. I like that. Uh, I think last thing I'm going to let okay, this this is what I want our last part for this random topic to be. I'm going to say what I want our special breakfast to be, like the special order, and then you pick a Wait, special order. Wait, did you order. say last thing? Because I have a really good one. Okay, well, my last thing. Okay. I want to make sure that this place... You want me to go first? Yes. So you can end it? Yes. On your rant? Okay. And I'll end it with a special dish. Yeah. You, you end it with your special dish, but my last one, I just thought of this, a fantasy update board. Like tracker. It's tracker. So you get, it's like an app. That goes straight to a, one of the bigger TVs, okay. and you can connect to it. So you, it basically puts your team up there, and it keeps track of like everybody's oh, team up there. The Bulldogs Fantasy Football League could be tracked on that. Yeah, got it. I like it. How sick would that be? This needs to happen. This needs to happen. Um, my, I think the breakfast special of the Bold Nonsense Sports Bar. Has to be chicken fried steak. Mm-hmm. I love chicken fried steak. <laughs> Those are two of my favorite things. Breaded steak and gravy for breakfast? What? Are you kidding me? It's like cheating. It should not be a thing, but I love that. I, do I love you chicken think, fried steak. Do you think that is a thing in any other country than ours? Does It sounds <laughs> like the most American <laughs> breakfast. It sounds like we Breaded are just steak. like... steak. We have we. Why do we have to have all these things spread out? Why can't we just yeah. have it at one time and right when I wake up? I don't have to wait. What What do I like? Steak. How can I add more calories to it? Bread it. How can I add even more calories? Put, put gravy over the top. And what do I never want to do? Wait for something. Yeah. I want it now. Right in the morning. Love it. Absolutely Kick it off. love it. Good random thoughts. Good random great thoughts. Great random thoughts that lead us straight into great trivia questions. Trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy. Gonna make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? Okay, uh, you want to do last week's or you want to do this? No, I'll do. I'll do. Uh, I'll do last week's. You do this week's. You just. Yes. He's still smooth, just polished off the rest of the uh, the apple, the apple shooter. The Jim Beam. It's very impressive. Very impressive. Um, so last week's trivia question. Which college football program has spent the most weeks at number one on the AP poll? If you remember, the AP poll's been around, well, I think we said 1936. 37. 37. Uh, smooth would no. Uh... So which team has been on, been number one on that poll the most amount of weeks since 1937? It's Ohio State. 
I don't think we're super shocked by that. No. I think, uh, again, I like to... Bama's close to catching them, by the way. Do you know how close? A how couple weeks? of weeks. A couple of weeks. If they if they have the season that they're projected to have this year, they catch them by the end of the year, I believe. That puts me in a predicament, because I would never root for the Crimson. And Ohio State... Which one do you hate more? Gonna, I don't... Mm, that... Mm. Topical. Yeah. We'll get to it later. Yeah, we'll get to it later. <laughs> this week in trivia, we have a fantastic trivia question brought to you by Wash Disney. So thank you. Uh, this week's trivia question reads like this. Which NFL player led the league in points scored last season? Fairly simple question. Which NFL player led the league in points scored last season? Do you have a guess off the top of your head, Walsh? Uh, uh, Roberto Aguayo. <laughs> at, shout out at St. Bales. He, uh, well, how many different teams he started on the Bucks last year? I think he was on at least three different teams. I want to say three, but I can only go Bucks, Bucks and Chargers. And then he went Jets or... Ravens? Was it the Jets? No, it wasn't it, the Ravens. Duh, I think you were topic. the Jets. I think it was the Jets. Something like that. And definitely went somewhere else. And, and, they then co- and he never even way. played a snap for him. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with a, a Roberto Aguayo as well. Good guess. Um, yeah, that's uh, this week in J.J. Watt. <laughs> what? He put us in numbers. He could, potentially. Algie Crumpler. We have, we have our guesses, and I think our next stop is the news. <laughs> Pulling up right to uh, news. But what are we, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm so I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Uh, the news. Let's get after it. Let's do it. We start with the NFL, because we always do. And we all, when it's on for the month, month? Yeah, about a month, right? No, that can't be. That's only four. What are you talking about? Hard Knocks. Will we always start with... Oh, it's what? Four weeks? Five, hard knocks it's five weeks. It's five weeks? Five it weeks? It just doesn't... Six? Seems like so much build-up, so much reaction for like five weeks of like the that, show. That's why people love it. It's, yeah. it's... You don't get a lot of it. It's just a tease, really. It is. It's just a tease. Uh, we're gonna, But that's where we start. Yeah. During Hard Knocks season, we start with Hard Knocks. Let's do it. You, you got any immediate reactions? Um, episode three, episode three was good. It was good. It was probably my favorite one so far. Just quick take. Did you like the scuffle? I think it shows that they're competing out there. The Jarvis Landry, who was the other guy? Darius Mitchell. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like it. I mean, they're working. No, but it could have been done in a different way. I know this, I know this happens, but it just seemed... From what we saw on HBO, like I obviously we don't get to see the whole practice. From what we saw, I I just didn't think it was necessary. Yeah, 
Sure. But, I mean, I could be missing a whole lot of information yeah. or a whole lot of plays in there. Yeah. So, whatever. You take it away with your next uh, um, okay. stick. So, my first, my first thing, the first thing I had to talk about with Hard Knocks, Mr. Bob Wiley, the offensive line coach, had me in stitches. I was seriously, like, I was, I was sitting on the couch, I was watching, he started talking, I ended up on my side. Uh, I don't know what the children call that anymore. Is it still is it like rolling on the floor? R O F L R O F rolling rolling on, on rolling on the R O T L no floor laughing wrong on oh yeah ruffle ruffle yeah mine was R O C L rolling on the couch laughing nice okay that R O C L uh, we got there well, we're not hip anymore. But I was rolling on the couch laughing with this guy talking about stretching and how they didn't stretch and they still won two world wars. Love it. And, cro- and running across Normandy without st- – oh, wait. I got to stop and stretch or whatever. Someone passed my bands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I loved that part. He's got a point. Dude, I, I so I love World War Two. It's like – uh, You hate wars, but – World I, War II I was hate the best war, war, but I the history of World War II uh, is very interesting to me, and so that hit multiple chords at the same time. He was so funny, and I just think like I don't know. There's something to I feel like people hear like old school guy like when he's like all stretching. They think, oh, he's just dumb and doesn't understand stretching. I think it's a conscious like I think he's trying to be funny. He's a smart guy. He knows stretching's better, like it yeah. helps the body. Yeah. He just doesn't give he just doesn't give a shit. Like, he practiced light. Yeah. He practiced light. Um, it's going off the old the old man who doesn't know what he's talking about kind of thing. I loved I loved um, Bob Wiley in his offensive uh, line meeting when he was with the offensive line the animals. with the animals. And he's up there on the projector with the projector running through gorillas and rhinos. Uh, and, and it's so true though. <laughs> you can see the the reaction reactions in the seats. Like, dude, really? We have probably like an hour and a half with this guy. Two hours, and we're looking at National Geographic slides. Like, dude. Bob, get out of here, man! Like, what are you doing? But at the end of the day, he drives a Maserati, which those things gangster hate to say it, but they must have a ton of room inside. Like, I did not know he would fit in there. That guy must be yeah. He's cool. a big dude. You think four? You think? I'm three seventy five, four. I would, I bet I wouldn't be surprised if he hit four. I think he's probably at four hundred or yeah. above. Yeah, but no. Shout out to Maserati for making a huge, a spacious car. Yeah, that still looks dope from the outside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was pretty sick when he rolled up. When they said he had a Maserati, I was like, really? Yeah. No, I love that, and that's what I'm saying. Like he knows what's good. Yeah. He, like, he's just going to let his hair bang and grow out his mustache, but yeah. still love the Maserati and life. And that's what I'm saying. Don't fall into the whole, like, old guy uh, stretching. We don't know it's stretching, like, how it helps. No, he's just having a good time. You can't be a bum and make it as a coordinator in the National Football League. Yeah. Uh, the second thing that I took from it, was I, I can't remember is that I think it fell before it was one of the first things that happened was Todd Haley the offensive coordinator and Ryan Nassib the defensive lineman I believe that's his name 
Uh, Carl. Carl, you're right. Carl. Ryan. Where did I get Ryan? I don't know. I don't know. Carl, because it's an old, old person's name. Yeah. Yeah. So Carl's screwing up, keeps hitting the quarterback. Uh, <laughs> Todd Haley doesn't like it too much. They kind of go back and forth. Uh, NASA ends up ye- like yelling something at Haley. Haley just ignores it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, that whole thing, that bothered me. I've coached football. That does not fly. I've never seen anything like that. If somebody, if a player talked back to me like that, it's game over. That dude's running. That dude's giving me push-ups. That dude's, something's happening where that guy, that guy understands like, no, this is, there's a hierarchy here. <laughs> You're not at the top of it. I wish Hard Knocks. I promise you that. Yeah. I wish Hard Knocks went throughout the season because that it's, it's, it's brewing to become a little uh, breakout, you know, like there, yeah. there will be words exchanged between the two of them. It's just bad culture. Yeah. Players should know that hierarchy. If they don't, that's a culture thing. And that's not good for the Browns. There's a lot of Browns things. I know that Hard Knock like puts it in a good light. But you got to understand that they don't show everything. And this some of the things they do show show you if you okay, if you want to extrapolate the good and and say, "Oh, Baker makes this throw, he's going to be good." But then you got to extrapolate the bad as well. And you can definitely do that through some of the culture things that you've seen on Hard Knocks. Um, one of the uh, more subtle uh, takes that I was just reminded of was um, during the game. Uh, Browns are on the goal line, and Baker's calling for a QB draw. Yeah, and then he and then he. I kind of like that, though. Yeah, and, and I like that. And then uh, and then he looks over at Todd Haley and he's like, "Ah, fucker." Yeah. Um. You know, he switched up the call. They ended up scoring off of, was it Duke or was it, uh, I forgot the running back who actually ended up scoring. They ended up scoring. Nick Chubb. Was it Nick Chubb? Yeah. Um, but um, it kind of brings up the point. I don't know how serious this is, but uh, Baker Mayfield's already disagreeing with Todd Haley's play calling. Does that, does that cast a dark shadow on the future? I Coach... Is- Walsh Disney. I didn't see it that way. I, it was more lighthearted. But. Mo- yeah, mostly because I thought he was joking. Yeah. And then when he, when they didn't call it and he reacted like how you said, mm-hmm. I was like, then it got me. That I thought, do you actually want, do you want the play call? Yeah. Did you actually think that was gonna yeah. happen? You trying to you trying to pull a uh, Nick Foles? Yeah. So I didn't take. Give me take. I did not take too much away from it because I couldn't believe that. Baker would think they would actually call it. I'm giving Baker more credit than that. Yeah. So right. Baker is a smart quarterback, is what you're saying. Baker's <laughs> not dumb. There you go. There you go. There's a difference. There's a yeah. whole lot of space in between. Um, last thing I kind of want to talk about. You might have more hard doc, uh, hard knocks takes. I do. But uh, let's uh, let's talk about the Des Bryant appearance. Uh, at the Cleveland Browns facility. That could not have been more awkward if you had, oh, had, geez, had screen written it. It was like everyone was like fake smiles, like kind of half dapping him up. Like, we don't really want you. You're old and washed up, but you're Des Bryant. Is so it, we got to dap you, you know? The first thing I thought of was he knows that's 
a job interview, right? Take your headphones off. He's unemployed. Yeah. We got to break that down. He's unemployed looking for a job. He showed up in capris. A cutoff shirt. A cutoff shirt. Headphones on. Hat backwards. Who, Who the hell... Dude, you want the job? This is Dez in a nutshell. He thinks that they want him so he doesn't have to show up and give him give them his best. That's not the case, bud. Nobody wants you. The only reason that the Browns were looking at this guy cuz they're the Browns. They just and Josh Gordon wasn't even there. Dude, the thing is is the only reason why they took it is to hedge against Josh Gordon not coming back on a timeline. Yeah, the whole thing looked so bad. So transitioning so real quick. You saw Josh Gordon training at the end of the episode which got me it, I I had a little goose I had some goose pimples. I had some goose pimples seeing Josh you Gordon run out there. Pimples? No, I did that on purpose. Okay. Um uh, <laughs> um but um if Josh Gordon comes together and is fit for week one, there's no – I want to hear your take, but there's no reason why Cleveland would sign him. Correct? Dez? Correct. Yeah, yes. no, no. Josh. If Josh Gordon's ready, they're not signing Dez. It, I don't think. If they do, I, I really don't I feel I like he could only do more harm. It seems dumb. Yes, agreed. Uh, my other thing, though, with Josh Gordon is why are – People assuming he's going to be in shape. Go back to Antonio Callaway. How tired was he? That's true. Right? He's been at, he's been at training camp. He's been getting ready. Josh Gordon has been in God knows where. And all of a sudden, Todd Haley's the only person who was like, has he been working out? He's the only person that questioned if this guy's going to be what they need him to be. Not one other person was like, oh, uh, is he ready? Everyone else was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> it's not magic. Yeah. These guys don't just show up and be ready to go. They have to work for it. I don't... The Browns, at this point, seem very overconfident. It's like, oh, well, now that we have Jarvis Landry, now that we have this guy, now that we have a couple of people, now we brought some people in, it's just going to happen. No, 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 no. It doesn't just happen. You earn it. You earn it on every every play, every week, every practice. Football, you practice, what, five times more than you play? Sure. Unless you're a brown, apparently. Sure. You got to earn the stripe on your helmet. That's why those helmets are just pure orange. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't mean that. Because that's dumb. But also, it I just Kajus. don't fall in love with the Browns for no re- because of hard knocks. Don't get hard knocks tricked. No, nope, can't do it. Won't do it. I already fell in love. It's the Browns, and it's still a hard knock life for them. But it's better. Yeah, better than Owen sixteen. Annie's life. Annie, who sang hard knock life when she when she sang it, she had a rough life. After she sang it, she had a great life. Nope. After she met a super rich guy that would adopt her, she had a better life. Her so her luck changed, and she had a better life. The hard hard knocks films the the Cleveland Browns, and they're about to win the Super Bowl this year. You heard it here first. Bold nonsense podcast.
It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. I need new co-hosts. <laughs> now accepting applications. Yeah. Uh, a couple of quick things because we've been talking about Hard Knocks for a, a long time. Uh, something I didn't love, and it's just Greg Williams like in general. The DN, number 44, who missed all those sacks during the game. What happened to him? He got yelled at. That's it. <laughs> Greg Williams was just like, hey, you got to do better. Do better and give me a lozenge. Other than that, it was, there was zero coaching going on. People, Greg Williams was just blaming him because he screwed up Greg Williams' blitz package. <laughs> Why don't you coach this guy up? Uh, I, I encourage people uh, who want to see real coaching, go look at Bill Belichick when he's mic'd up. People see him as this surly dude. But if you go and look at him actually coaching, it's some of the best coaching you'll ever see. It's not yelling. It's quiet. It's setting expectations, giving people um, reasonable goals in very distinct ways to be successful. Greg Williams does none of that. Uh, He says the F word a lot. And, I don't know, probably pays players to hurt other guys. Cool. Ooh, got him, Shots. Gate. Yeah, we haven't forgotten, Greg. People don't forget. That's really, if we don't have anything, you got anything else for our knocks? No, looking forward to episode four. Can't wait. It's been a pretty good season. Definitely, I think the, I didn't watch the very first one, but the Texans was good. Cowboys, I think they were on it. Didn't see that. Yeah. This is the favorite one I've seen so far. Yeah. Uh, and much better than last year's because the Bucks suck and the Bucks that, suck everything that they do. So let's move on from Hard Knocks talk right into the rest of the news. The next story we have is from the Steelers. The Steelers put up on one of the so you guys don't know NFL teams have like three practice fields in their facilities. One of the practice fields that the Steelers have. They put up a two two story poles, like four black poles, and they have these banners, um, like kind of I don't know, basically like these things. They're banner type things, but they can put them up between the poles, kind of like the way the uh, nets go up mm-hmm. for the kicks. They can put those up and block people from seeing that one practice privacy field. curtains. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Why am I doing this? You should. You, you I'm here to help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go on, jump in. <laughs> I just thought it was actually crazy. I've never heard of anything like that. Building two-story, basically, blinds that make it so people can't see one of your practice So fields. what's going on here? You know, are they breaking out new schemes? What's? I think so. I think they're going to try and hide trick plays. and. Who's out there looking at that stuff? Oh, dude, people are all over the place. You think Reporters, so? Reporters, like... Yeah, there are reporters everywhere. So it's like a no-fly zone. Reporters not yeah, allowed. I would I would think so. I would assume. Okay. I like that move. Kind of interesting, hey, though. Hey, you got a couple hundred thousand? It makes me excited to see what kind of crazy stuff they're going to come up with this season. Yes. And yes, if you're wondering, Big Ben is my quarterback that I'm looking to draft this year. I wasn't wondering. J- hey, I got, I got mine in the 13th round, and he's locked up already. Have fun handing the ball off to Todd Gurley all year. Yeah, right, dude. <laughs> Cooper Cup! <Cup! laughs> 
I believe in you, McVay. <laughs> Figure it out. Don't you screw me on this. Okay. The next story. Uh, Buccaneers running back, Charles Sims. He was moved to IR with a knee injury. It's not, it hasn't been like... The specifics have not been disclosed yet. I'm sure that's coming in the next couple of days. Really, I put this in there because the Bucks did draft a rookie running back, Ronald Jones from USC. I was very high on him. And I think this could open... Open things up for him. Ronald Jones is a Jamal Tar... Jar- <laughs> Just take it. Take Just two. Go, please. <laughs> uh, comp, I think, is what you're saying to Jamal Charles. Thank you. A smaller God. running back. Um, yeah, no, I like it. I like... I watched not a ton of USC games. Probably maybe three. Um, and I liked what I saw out of Ronald Jones. I think this is a good opportunity for him. Um, if for some reason he fails, I think the Bucks should just disband as an organization because you have <laughs> nothing left to offer. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. So here's to watching Ronald Jones this season. <laughs> the franchise is on your back. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, hey, step up. Not the number one overall pick from <laughs> no. a couple years ago. That guy's not even playing games yet. <laughs> uh, um, moving on to the NBA the Lakers came out uh, kind of mostly today, uh, it, but the Lakers were mad at Paul George because he wouldn't even have a meeting with them. He would not take a meeting with uh, Magic Johnson because he wanted to uh, re-sign with OKC, and he said he didn't want to waste their time. But the Lakers were pretty pissed. That's fine. If you're Paul would, George, you don't mean you don't owe anybody time. It, would you take that meeting though? I'd listen to him. I would. I would. Hey, send me a PowerPoint with the five bullet points of what you're going to do for me, But you Paul don't want George. to get in the same room as Magic Johnson. I'm not flying. You can fly to me. If, if I'm Paul George, top ten. Well, he's like from L.A., so he's probably already That's there. True. That's true. It. I mean, it all changes. Like, if this was post-signing with OKC, hell yeah, I'm flying my ass out there. But I've already signed. I've re-signed. I'm locked up. I can't do yeah. anything. So he had made the decision to re-sign, but he hadn't done it yet. Oh, I would still fly. So, okay. So that's what they're saying. Is they wanted him to have a meeting and he wouldn't even take a meeting with them. So this is this is the reaction pre-actually signing that? Pre-actually okay. signing, but he oh. had made the decision. No, you fly out there. <laughs> one, thing, one thing that I've learned from my parents, if I were to take away anything from what they've taught me, is always take the meeting. Always take the meeting. Always take the interview. Because you don't know what you're going to come you know. away with. You're going to come yeah. away smarter one way the, or the other. Realize that you do not want to play for L.A. Or like, oh, this might be the land of opportunity. Yeah. You always take it because you will come away from those meetings with more information in your head than what you had previously had. I like it, that. Yeah. So that's just how I see it. Wisdom. Wisdom. You want to take the next one? Yeah. Manu Ginobili potentially retiring. Uh, I did not know this, um, actually, uh, until Walsh put this on the rundown. Uh, so I'm going to give you my raw, raw reaction. Um, raw as in first, not raw, raw, like cheering. Uh, (laughs) yeah. Uh, like very raw. Um, good. I would not play for San Antonio next year. Uh, out of respect for your, everything you've done. You still have gas left in the tank, but everyone that's meant something to you, Tim, Tony, uh, some of the other guys, 
they're gone. What do you yeah. owe? I mean, besides Pop, what do you owe this? What do you owe another year for? Go retire. You have, I believe you have a girlfriend, a longtime girlfriend or wife. Um, go enjoy. Go enjoy that money, man. Life's too short. I love you and I hope you do stay. I hope you do stay, Manu. But uh, no one's going to knock you if you decide to leave. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is, especially, it's more in the NFL, but I think it applies to all athletes. Is like once they start thinking about retirement, they're halfway out. Yeah. They're halfway out the door. Yeah. You know, so at that point, bro, how old are you? Like 54? Just retire. Go catch bats somewhere else. Huh. Have a good time, you know? Tony Parker's gone. Tim Duncan's gone. You're staying for pop? That surly bastard? And he's probably going Gah. too, you know, with the with the, the passing of his wife. It's it's an it's a new era there in San Antonio and I'm excited to watch it. I'm, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous, extremely nervous, but, uh, it's, it's exciting to, to watch, um, a team develop. Yeah. With you. So, yeah. Uh, to major league baseball, they're getting up on their playoffs. Once they get to the playoffs, it's going to be baseball time on the Bold Nonsense podcast. Baseball playoffs are sick. I like the playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Most people do. Uh, but for today, I just wanted to run down the standings, get people uh, caught up on everything that's happening, where we sit right now, today, August 23rd, 2018, uh, for baseball. So standings updates. Here's all the division leaders. So these are the people right now that sit ready to make the playoffs. Starting with the American League in the East, the Boston Red Sox lead that division. In the AL West, it's the Houston Astros. And in the Central, it's the Cleveland Indians. In the National League, the East, it's the Atlanta Braves who sit at number one. In the West, it's it's the Arizona Diamond, Diamondbacks. Word to St. Bales. Word to St. Bales. And then in the Central, it's the Chicago Cubbies. The Cubbies. The wild card races, and these are actually pretty interesting. Um, the National League is very close. People uh, are a couple games back. The St. Louis Cardinals lead the wild card race. They're half game up on the Rockies and the Brewers, who are both tied uh, just behind the Cardinals. So that that's going to be very interesting to watch in the National League. But the one, especially for us Mariner fans here in the Pacific Northwest, that really matters is the AL wildcard race. The Yankees are in the lead for that for the first spot. Remember, two spots. So the Yankees lead. Um, they are nine and a half games behind the Red Sox to for the AL East. So the Red Sox are running away with it, but the Yankees are in the lead. The A's who are just surging. The A's, do you know they have the the third lowest like amount of money um, for their roster in the MLB? I think it's like, I think then the team right above them as far as like salary, it's not, I don't know the word for it, but yeah. money available to them is like, the next step above them is has like $7 million more dollars or something yeah, like that. Like a ton more money. Yeah. And they're third from the bottom. If third from the bottom, yet they are 
three and a half games behind the Yankees for the wild card, and only one game behind the Astros uh, in the AL West. So that's ridiculous. Like I think it's like seventy nine million dollars is what they're paying out this year in their one game behind the, the Astros for the AL West. Then there's our lovable goonies, our lovable rejects, the uh, team who has the longest streak of not making the playoffs, the Mariners. True to the blue. True to the blue. True, they are four and a half <laughs> games behind the A's uh, in the AL West and uh, and the wild card. So that would make them five and a half games out uh, from the Astros for the AL West. No, I mean, it's, you know what's killing me is watching Cano come back and hit homers and hit doubles. And hit, it's just like, bro, screw you. Like, if we had had you for 80 games more, you, you F this up. Dude, I bet you we're, we're ahead of the A's and we're sneak. We're in the A's position if we have Cano that whole time. Yeah. That's what pisses me off the most. So the Mariners, they're going to be fighting for their their lives to make it into the wild card for that second spot to try and get the A's. Here's hoping the A's falter and we take it and run with it. Uh, but that's yeah, that's your your uh, standings update in the Major League Baseball sport. Nice sporting events. The sporting uh, the sporting events. Sports, of baseball. Sports, sports. On to NCAA football. Topic that has been going on for quite some time now. The Urban Meyer uh, um, investigation has come to a conclusion. Uh, Walsh, would you like to take it away with what the suspension entails? Yeah, so he's missing three games. As what he's been suspended. Important games. Three. (laughs) Their first three. I don't know. Uh, You talk to most people and they say they were not important games. In... So, I have a... A lot is wrong with this situation, obviously, mm-hmm. right? The fact that there is a victim is the thing that's the most wrong with, with this. But I... Just in listening to takes, listening to people... I was talking to a co-worker about it today, and I was also listening to the radio. I'm gonna... I'm on both sides of the fence. Yes, Urban Meyer, he did the bare minimum. That's why he wasn't fired. Because he did the bare minimum. I don't, I don't think the bare minimum is necessarily enough. But what I like, where I judge people is, do I know the answer? And I can tell you I don't. So the thing that I hate the most about this is, so he didn't handle it perfectly. But he did follow his protocols. So why aren't people asking why the protocols are wrong? Um... You know, people complain that he wasn't fired because of who he is. He's a star. He's a big-time coach. But then they talk about only him. No one's bringing up the actual abuser. They're just talking about Urban Meyer. They're not talking about Zach Smith, who is the person that actually did all of this stuff. You can't have it both ways. Do you want to talk about what's wrong? Then talk about Zach Smith, who did it. And then we can... We can make Urban Meyer part of that conversation, not the focal point of the conversation. The thing is, people act like it's black and white. People act like they know exactly how to handle this situation when they don't. You know, what if you, okay, so what if he does fire him, you know, before, before they got divorced? What if he did fire him? So now you put Zach Smith with his wife 
at all times of the day without a job. Things get, what if things get worse because of that? Because of the financial troubles. Those are the things that, that he was having to deal with. And I, I don't think that he, he necessarily did it right. And I don't necessarily think he did it wrong. But most people don't want to say that. You know, it, it's not a black and white situation. There's a hard solution. And the thing I hate the most is that I don't, I don't believe it's fair to say, uh, and I heard this multiple times today, oh, he definitely knew what was going on. He definitely knew how bad it was. He definitely doesn't care about the wife. Those things, that's, that's beyond football and beyond a mistake. That's putting something, that's who he is as a person. And I never think that anybody from the outside should judge that harshly on a person. So I just, I don't like the rhetoric around the story. I don't like the story itself. But there's a lot of missteps coming from Urban Meyer, coming from Zach Smith, and coming from the media covering this whole thing. And coming from Ohio State itself, probably. I agree with everything that you had just said, and I think you articulated it well. Um, my biggest concern, red flag, I don't know what you want to call it, with this whole thing is just the f- freaking NCAA and all the hypocrisy that comes out of that organization. Right now you have the face of one of the most influential programs out there, Urban Meyer, right, being suspended for three like non-conference games, right? Um, I think there's one conference game in there. Oregon State, TCU, and someone else. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, okay, you're going to do fine. It, it does it's not like matter. It's like Rutgers or something Yeah, like that. it does not matter. You're going to steamroll all three teams. He's being suspended for three games. while, And he, he's what? A 45-year-old man, 40-year-old man. He That's knows, a good question. He, I think he might be older than that. He, he's grown. He understands He's this. a grown man. We should hold him. We as... The people, you know, the NCAA should hold him to a higher standard. Um, and then kind of going along, I don't know if you have heard, heard about this, but there's like 15, 17 uh, um, University of North Carolina um, football players who, who have been suspended for four games for selling their their North Carolina shoes, their, their Jordans that they were issued. Yeah. That they're based, I mean, that, that is ridiculous. We're, we're talking about a suspension for three games uh, for a person involving, not involved in, but regarding a, a violent crime. Yeah. A suspension for three games where we should be hired, we should be holding him, a man of, you know, 40 years old, 45 years old, to a higher standard than kids, 17, 18 year old kids for selling shoes. Yeah, okay, but I don't get that. They sold the shoes. I get that. Zach Smith beat his wife. I get that. Zach Smith did these things. Urban Meyer he didn't handle it the way everyone else wanted I him to. I get that he's he's not the offender, quote unquote offender, but these crimes are comp- quote unquote crimes are completely different. Yes, and but Zach Smith now he no longer has a job and he is seen as a deplorable human being. Yeah, that it, like those those North Carolina students are not. So if you're looking at the person who did the offense, it is much worse than the Ohio State situation. That's the thing. It, 
Urban Meyer didn't do this. You shouldn't be suspended for four games for selling shoes. It's basically it. it I I agree. They should miss one game. Yeah. Yeah. One game. Yeah. Sure. I mean, there are rules to be followed. You can we can yeah. debate the rules until yeah. we're blue in the face. Not but, yeah, yeah. But for what they did, I I agree. I'm not saying that uh, suspending the the kids selling shoes is. I th- I agree. That's kind of ridiculous. But I'm, more for the four games than for the three games. Th- this is Urban Meyer knew about something, and like I said previously, not these situations are not always handled the same way. He could have been counseling this man. He could have been. He did say that there was a young family that they were trying to help. Three, two, one. Which means that. It, which leads me to believe, trying to see the best in people, that he was handling it in a different way. He was tr- trying to help from a different, a different lens than we are looking through right now. My biggest problem. You can disagree with what he did. Any, either way, my biggest problem, the only problem I have, is seeing him, considering him a deplorable human being for the way he handled this. Saying definitively he doesn't care about the wife. Saying definitively that he doesn't even care that this happened and that there's a victim. All he cares about is that he still has his job. That, I think, just goes too far. You can't, we can't judge a book by a cover that we're seeing uh, from ten feet away. You know, we don't. We're not in this situation. We have no idea what happened. It, I don't. I'll, I, like I said, I'm on both sides of the fence. I don't love the situation, and I think it was very difficult. But also, I think we're being a little harsh on Urban Meyer, and that's kind of. I don't like getting big or political, but kind of where we are as a society is a bunch of hypocrites who go on Twitter and burn people for something that we've probably all done. Sure. Or assuming that we know exactly how to handle a situation that we've never been in when crushing somebody for not handling it uh, in a, I don't know, popular group think way that that they're in. They're in this situation. We're not, yet we think we know exactly how to handle it and how we should have handled it. And there's no room for any wiggle in there. And that's what I don't think is right. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, Your Honor, these just, uh, these closing statements, uh, just to recap where I think I am, um, I, to react to your thing, I think uh, all these reactions that people are having, they're not from Ohio State fans. The people that are pointing the fingers will always be opposite the offender's university, correct? Like, Yeah, you, they want, every, every, why do they want Urban gone so bad? Everyone's a genius and on how to fix something until it happens to your program. Uh, but Especially what, when his program's kicking your program's ass. Correct. The, the only things that I, again, like my recaps are punishment should fit the crime. Um, again, this is a violent crime. Again, he did not... He wasn't the one doing it, but there's a responsibility that you have to have running this organiz- uh, running an organization like that. You have to know what's going on uh, and report it correctly. Again, you, you summed up everything, but um, it's a violent crime. I think uh, it should have entailed a longer suspension, um, and you need to hold a man who is the 
who should know better um, to, even though he didn't commit these crimes, he, you should hold him to a higher standard. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I think you, I think you did a great job summing up all the different points of views that this, um, uh, unfortunate topic, uh, kind of brings to, to the table. Yeah. Let's, let's lighten things up, lighten things up. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, this might be not light for Oregon fans. Oregon and Georgia are set to play their season opener in 2022 at a quote unquote neutral site. Which you said is Mercedes-Benz Stadium? Correct. Which is 70 miles from Athens, Georgia? Correct. Where Georgia is? I would not call that a neutral site. Let's see. Georgia's what? Let me do the math. 70 miles away. That's 70. Okay. Oregon. West Coast. Gotcha. That's enough math. So, I'm... So... Are you going to do it real quick? You going to look it up? One second. Portland. Portland to Salem is let's call it forty-seven miles. So it's basically let's a little, I don't know. It's basically driving a little past Salem to go to yeah. a football game. That's basically a home, uh, a, a, that's a, a home. That's game. a home game. Yeah, seventy miles is nothing. No, especially when it's compared to cross country. Yeah, and Georgia's fans will you know travel anyway. Oh so. my god, this is gonna be brutal. Yeah, when we when Notre Dame played Georgia last year. At Notre Dame, yeah, it was like mostly Georgia fans. They probably pay out the out the behind for tickets, man. Well, I mean, going to Notre Dame is kind of a big deal, so I yeah. think that's why so many people went. But also, this is gonna be rough. Yeah, it's gonna be rough. Buckle up. Be interesting though. Yeah, sure. Also, uh, do you ever care about when teams you hear like, oh, team? scheduled other team in 2030 i never care about that who cares yeah you have no idea what that teams are gonna look like no i have no idea those teams could be terrible by that point have no idea i don't know i just i think that gets played up way too much yeah Uh, our last news story goes to golf and it's tiger against the lefty playing head to head for nine Dollars. Yeah. Are you kidding me? For and this a is lot of money. Thanksgiving weekend, so you're gonna have Thanksgiving football, and then you're gonna have to look forward to uh, Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods battling it out for nine million dollars. This is insane. Um, Will you watch? Huh, so it's as we discussed earlier, it's pay per view. So oh shit. Me being uh. uh Little, little frugal. <laughs> um, frugal. I will not be watching unless someone else has it on their TV. <laughs> yeah. I will I'm not pay you. for it myself. Let me tell you, let me put a preface on this. So this $9 million is not coming out of their pockets. It's sponsor money. If it was $9 million of Tiger's money and $9 million of Phil Mickelson's money on the line that they would have to pay out out of their pockets, hell Yeah. I'm I'm buying that pay-per-view. That's freaking awesome. I want to see those guys sweat and I want to see some competition. But it it's 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 a sponsor uh a sponsored pot of nine million dollars to go to the winner. That is a lot of money. But it you don't see it should the be same. their money. It I I mean, do you agree? Like it should yeah, be their money. It should be their money. They should put that up. That's that what a bet a, is. That would be way more interesting. Yeah. No, so uh, I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, I will not buy it. Hopefully you buy it and I come over to your house. Well, shit. 
<laughs> I'll start saving. <laughs> <laughs> That's the news for the week. The next thing we got is our favorite segment. The best segment. It's recess. Recess. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. This week in recess, we're gonna play an oldie but a goodie. It's called Start, Sit, Cut. Yes. One of our favorite games. Uh, we have a bunch of different topics for this week's Start, Sit, Cut. And they go all over the place. We have five rounds of Start, Sit, Cut. We'll just fly through them. Let's do it. Okay. First round. These are bad coaches. Oh, no! We suck again! Oh, like it. Start, Sit, Cut, Hugh Jackson, Dirk Cutter, or Marvin Lewis? And Marvin Lewis, I guess. Marvin Lewis, Start, Whoa. Sit, Hugh Jackson, Cut, Cutter. cutter. Oh, yeah. Cut, cut cutter. cutter. Cut cutter. Cut cutter. Cutter sucks. <sighs> Dude, Hugh Jackson's one in thirty-one. No, what would you do? Seasons. That one. That was just I a tough one. <laughs> start Marvin Lewis and cut the other two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was just a lose, lose, lose. <laughs> no, Dirk Cutter is. I Dirk think Cutter's just, terrible. I think Dirk Cutter's atrocious. He looked like a softer coach last year on Hard Knocks. Actually, I think I'm with you. I think I'd have to sit Hugh Jackson and cut Dirk Cutter. Okay, round one. Yeah. Round two, NFL wide receivers. Got it. Michael Thomas, Doug Baldwin, Allen Robinson. Very regular names. Okay. The other ones are like Julio Jones. Yeah. Michael Thomas is pretty standard. Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. (laughs) Then there's Michael Thomas. Yeah. Doug. Doug. Allen. Dougie Fresh. Yeah. Um, Okay, so now go. I'm going to start Michael Thomas, sit Doug Baldwin, uh, cut. Allen Robinson? Allen Robinson. In order. In in order, yes. Same for me. Let's move on. Uh, Third one, NBA mascots. Oh, I like this one. We got the Raptor from the Raptors. That's tough. Stuff the Magic Dragon. Terrible. The Magic. And Benny the Bull from the Bulls. Is is his name actually Stuff? Stuff the Magic Dragon. That is, <laughs> it's Stuff the Magic Dragon. Oh, That's dude. his name. Sit hit, cut his arse. <laughs> um, the Raptor is the best one out of all of them, but um, there's not a more classic mascot than the bull. Start Benny. Ooh. Sit the Raptor. Cut stuff. Cut stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, I I like that, but the Raptor is like one of my favorites. It's the be- it's the best yeah. one, current one. Yeah, I get what you're saying. With the, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, except I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna start the Raptor, sit Benny, and I'm gonna cut stuff. I like that. Okay, stuff sucks. <laughs> Number four, pump up songs. We've got jump around. How's nice. the pain? <laughs> And 
Enter Sandman, Metallica. Or, and, the Hard Knocks theme. Oh, dang. Right? Oh. Because nothing gets me than the Hard Knocks right, theme. the Hard Knocks theme is so nice. That's jump, why I put through it in there. Yeah, jump around, start, sit, Hard Knocks, uh, cut, enter Sandman. Ooh, ow. You're cutting Enter Sandman. Yeah. That's yeah, tough. that's tough. That that was your best question yet. Good I'm, for you, Walsh. I'm going to start Enter Sandman, sit the Hard Knocks theme, okay. and cut Jump Around. Okay. We both like Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks is amazing. Yeah. I like that. Day. That was your best question. Yeah. Well, I got one more. Yeah. It's not, it's not as good. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good question. Number five. Round number five is old QBs. These are okay. QBs who are over 35. Is Rich Gannon on there? Uh, no. They're currently playing. Oh, okay. I took out Brady. Okay. Because, of course. I would have cut him. Drew Brees. <laughs> you, you are mongoloid. <laughs> Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers. Start, sit, cut. <laughs> um, are they on their teams, or is it just pure, like, removed? Because I, I like the Steelers more than I do the Saints. You don't take more their teams weapons. into account. Take more them. Drew Brees, start, sit, Ben, cut, cut Philip. I'm going to start Drew Brees. I'm going to sit Philip Rivers. What? And cut Ben Roethlisberger. You're in, I hate to do you, it. No, I just... I'm, I don't oh, know. Dude, I know I'm starting Drew Brees. And you now have that I'm, much love for Phil? Make no, me a, I don't. So... Who do I look like? St. Bales? Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> Give me, present an argument f- to sit Philip Rivers and to cut Ben. I was trying to go different from you. <laughs> well, that, that's fine. I just, I cannot in my mind. The theater of our yeah. podcast. <laughs> no, I don't I think I would end up sitting. If I was the GM, like making this decision, I would 100% cut Philip Rivers. In sit Ben Roethlisberger. But something in my head just screamed like... Don't. I don't know. I feel like Ben and Phil Philip Rivers are very similar. They are on par. Either way you cut it, you're this in the same situation. I like Ben because I feel like he's a little bit more durable. He's just bigger. And he looks more solid. Maybe. And he's harder to sack, I feel like. Yeah. I'm totally with that. But I do like the Philip Rivers post-game interviews because, man, he's Bolo. all sh- shooting texts. He's Bolo. Yeah, Bolo ties. He's got the you know the accent. He's he's wily. No, I like, like the, the post-game. Two kids. Yeah. Good God, man. <laughs> Good God, man. <laughs> stop. <laughs> uh, we're gonna stop recess. We're gonna go back to school. Back to school. Back to school to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. Oh, back to school. That's all we got. We got five rounds of start to cut. We would love it if you, the senseless, you are the senseless, could hit us up and let us know who you would start, sit, and cut for any of those five rounds. I like it. We've got... We've got one big topic to get back to school for, so let's get after it. 
Let's get it on. The big topic we've got, we've got NFL team tiers this week. This means that we're just going to, we're taking all NFL teams and we're cutting them, we're placing them into certain tiers, as many as we want, as many teams, however we want to do it. It was completely up to us to move these teams into their own tiers and we're going to give them to you now. So I have three tiers. Okay. I'm going to go from the worst tier to the best tier. I like that. My first tier is called the snooze button tier. <laughs> Why? Because these teams aren't going to do anything this year. Uh, on Sundays for the 10 a.m. games, I can go uh-huh. ahead and hit the snooze button the snooze on button. my alarm. Yeah. Give yourself noth- an extra half an hour. Nothing's going to happen. I don't need to watch these teams. So the snooze button tier, I have the Cleveland Browns, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Chicago Bears, the Seahawks, Niners, Buccaneers, Jets, Colts, Lions. You told me earlier that the Browns are going to win the Super Bowl. That would, yeah. I'm seeing inconsistencies. We, we were just talking about theatrics. Your story's full of holes. <laughs> <laughs> my next tier, my middle tier. We're nothing if never consistent. <laughs> yeah, is my junior varsity tier. Uh, and depending on how their season goes, how, how, how close games break, um, they, these teams might peak at the playoffs, might not necessarily make it in, but, uh, they'll give you a, a little scare. Um, I'm going to go, uh, Carolina Panthers, Falcons, Texans, uh, Jags, Chargers, Raiders, Cardinals, Chiefs, Dolphins, Ravens, Giants, Cowboys, Bills, Packers, Broncos, Titans, Redskins. Most of the league. Most of the league. My... As you'll notice, the biggest these tiers do not have equal number of tiers. Oh no, never. Um, and my making a move tier, my highest tier, the actual threats to make a deep run into the playoffs and into the Super Bowl, I feel, are the New England Patriots, Los Angeles Rams, Pittsburgh Steelers, Minnesota Vikings, the Eagles, and the Saints. That makes total sense. So there you go. Those are my tiers. My first tier. Very similar to your first tier. My first tier is teams I can see winning the Super Bowl. Those teams are the New England Patriots. I believe you had that. The Eagles, you had that. The Steelers, you had that. The Vikings, you had that. Yes. The Rams, you had that. The Saints, you had that. Dude, that's my exact. Those. That's my exact. That. Those are all my teams. We were a hundred percent on those, and we did not confer. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, tier two is the teams that can make a deep playoff push. Uh, and that I could see being in the Super Bowl, but probably not winning it. That is the Packers, the Giants, the Falcons, and the Chargers. Tier number three, long shot Super Bowl teams. Cowboys, Panthers, Lions, Texans, Titans, and the Jags. Tier number four, these teams could surprise and make a playoff push. That's the 49ers and the Colts. I think those are sleeper playoff push teams. With Andrew Luck back, I like the Colts. Tier number five. This is the last playoff tier. So any tier, any teams after this, they ain't making the playoffs. This could sneak into the playoffs, uh, but probably not. That's the Raiders, the Browns, Ouch. the Broncos, the Chiefs, and the Ravens. Tier number six, building towards something, they have pieces, slash potential, um, 
but they're not ready. That's the Seahawks, the Bears, the Cardinals, the Bills, the Jets, and the Redskins. If you look at most of those, uh, four out of the six of those have young quarterbacks. Three of them have rookie quarterbacks. And tier seven, bunch of bums. You guys suck. Bag o' bums. Bag o' bums. That's the Dolphins, the Bengals, and the Browns, and the Bucks. <laughs> Dolphins. I'm so used to saying Browns, but it's the Dolphins, the Bengals, and the Bucks. Those guys suck. Agreed. No, n- no surprise there. Dirt cutters on that list. Yeah. Uh, what's it called in soccer? When uh... asking the wrong guy. No, go give it to me. I might know. I'm blanking on the term. I Nutmeg. know what it's called. No, That's it's the like term I know. the bottom of the the worst team in the league. The dregs. No, gets gets sent down to the lower league. Demoted. Demoted. It starts with an R. Is it relegate? Relegated. Thank relegated. you. Relegated. Relegated. <laughs> the the Bucks should just be relegated to the NCAA. <laughs> Really get the f*** out of our league. I like it. I like it. I like it. (laughs) That that was really quick. That's our NFL team tiers. Uh, We have the same people who can make the Super Bowl. uh, And then I split them up really like in depth. I like that. just didn't. That's fine. Yeah. Either way, but that's what we wanted to do. We just wanted to give you kind of a sense of where each team is. Yeah. Um, No, thanks, Walsh. Uh, Um. If you don't mind, I think it might be time for the next segment. Should we get out of here? Yeah. And start getting out of here with... PTO's Picks. PTO's Picks. Um, what I have for you guys this week is I have a little MLB action. I, I hope uh, Senior, yes! <laughs> Senior Walsh Disney uh, might um, have some two cents to throw in here. This also brings in our third amigo, St. Bales. Uh, you'll see here in a second. More like but, a Amiga. Uh, <laughs> um, the game I've chosen to turn my attention to is the Seattle Mariners at the Arizona Diamondbacks this Saturday, oh, August 24th. Love it. Uh, I believe St. Bales was actually talking about going to this game, so I thought I'd look at, uh, at this a little bit more in depth. Um, but as you mentioned earlier, Walsh, in uh, – in uh, the MLB segment, uh, the Diamondbacks are really making a push uh, for the NL West. They are the division leader. They want to stay that way. However, the Mariners are in the AL West. Um, They're coming up. Yeah. In, Five in, and a half games back off the lead and four and a half back from the A's for the second wild card spot. So they got their foot on the gas. Um, so I decided to look at this a little bit more in depth. Uh, the odds here, the Diamondbacks are the favorite at negative 160, Mariners at plus 150. Um, I think I'm going to take the Mariners here. Uh, Mariners at plus 150 equals out to be uh, about a 40% chance of winning this bet. Um, you know, throw down 10 to win 15. It's a, it's just a solid bet. It's a weekend bet. Uh, nothing crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I have... I have good a good feeling with Cano back in the lineup. He's providing a ton of offense, like you said earlier. Um, I I just again, it's not a crazy uh, you heard it here first kind of take, but uh, I have the Mariners to win this Saturday, August twenty fourth, over the Diamondbacks. 
So as you wake up to this podcast on Saturday morning, you have a game to look forward to Saturday afternoon. You always always have something to watch. Yeah. We never you we never leave you wondering. Exactly. Walsh takes. You agree. Uh, I'm gonna or take the Mariners as well. Uh, they they're coming off tough series back to back. Um, the A's have definitely caught them, passed them, but I think they're kind of they're coming back. They're starting to feel um, feel the mojo again with Cano coming back. He's hitting well, uh, which I I said earlier makes me a little upset. But they're trying to figure out their chemistry with Cano back. <coughs> they have. Uh, Segura was on paternity leave. He's now back. Things are starting to straighten out. Things are getting... Um, they're aligning. Things are aligning. And, and they're coming up. I, uh, I like how the, the MLB is a progressive league. They honor paternity leave. I like that. Oh, yeah. I like We've that. We've had Seager and uh, Segura. We're both on paternity leave this year. What? Yeah, within like a month and a half of each other. That's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to the MLB, the the Progressive League. Yeah. That should be their that should be their slogan. Fathers need love too. <laughs> MLB, the Progressive League. The Progressive League. <laughs> yeah, that's what the MLB is. Uh, uh, they they're wishing for newspapers yeah. to come back, but they are progressive. <laughs> I love it. But yes, that was PTO's picks again. Go Mariners this Saturday, August twenty fourth. Um, yeah, and at St. Bales, if you head to the game, have a good time, man. Uh, but that, that wraps up uh, PTO's picks. Okay. Well, next week you can look forward to – at some point we're going to get to next divisions. We're going to start breaking down divisions again. We'd like to do that when all three of us are here, so that's kind of why we're kind of waiting for it. But we do have fantasy football drafts coming up, uh, and once we do that, we will give you our fantasy football advice. We don't want to do it before – because we're still trying to figure stuff out for ourselves. After we will give you the advice so you can get after it in your league. You can always find us on Twitter at bold underscore nonsense. Instagram at bold dot nonsense. You can email us at boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can really interact with us. And we will bring that, that to you in the intro of our show uh, where you are the senseless. We'll bring that back. If you get with us, we'll get with you. You can get with this, or you can get with us. <laughs> um, <clears throat> expect the show on Saturdays, usually in the mornings. Uh, we get it to you as soon as we can. You can find that on SoundCloud, where we get a bunch of listeners. We love the SoundCloud community. And you can also get it on iTunes, where we would love you to subscribe, rate, review, ask us questions. We want to build that iTunes community um, and just look for it on Saturday because we want to be your, what is it at this point, your weekend listen, I believe. Your weekend la- listen. Your Saturday <laughs> side piece. I like That was my favorite one. There's your, something mistress. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know. Saturday, Saturday side piece is my favorite. Saturday side piece or your uh, podcast something. This was just said last week. I can't remember it now. Screw it. We'll get it. Weekend listen, Saturday side (laughs) piece. Your, uh, just listen to this while you make breakfast in the morning. Start your weekend off right. You start your weekend off right with some bacon, some eggs, some traditional, some traditional breakfast, and some non-traditional podcasting. Love it. Got it. 
Bold Nonsense Fantasy Football League. We are rounding that out. As you guys know, at St. Bales is the commissioner. So he's kind of in charge of all of that. And he will take care of it. He will get at us. And he will let us know. But that should be so much fun. So much, so many points in that league. It's going to be crazy. Uh, other than that, four at St. Bales. Cheers. Till Smooth, a.k.a. PTO. Much love. Uh, I'm at Walt Disney, a.k.a. host with the most. <laughs> if you love it, love us. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Stay senseless. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.